0: Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. Character. So, because I used to want to be a teacher, so I brought a little whiteboard today, and I'm going to show you guys something. I've never done a whiteboard before, so I'm going to... I'm going to show you guys right now. Yeah, Diana, the teacher, says go for it. Okay, so you have this, okay? We'll just say this is your talent, okay? Sorry for my penmanship. My talent is not penmanship, okay? So your talent, we said it was music, it was art, it was math, it was athletic, right? All the different talents and those gifts. People are like, you're so gifted. The good Lord really gave you a gift, right? People say different things, right? So these are your talents, okay? This is not your character, okay? Your character is different than this. So people say, hey, tell me about yourself. Oh, I love sports. We start to name off jobs. We start to name off talents. We're not actually saying anything about who we are, okay? So you actually have, your character is deeper than that. But a lot of times when you say character, people think character is your personality, And those are totally different as well, okay? So you have, I would say the next thing down, if we're going down here, this is your personality, right? You could be an introvert. Come on, introverts, where are you at? Be proud. Woo! You're like, I'm in a crowd right now. I'm already almost done with my social threshold for the day. Going home, going to bed. Okay, so where are my extroverts at? Oh! Woo! That was great, see? The extroverts are like, oh! Right. Okay, so you got extrovert, you got introvert. You have different types of personalities. You have like timid and bold, and you have uh, different traits or loud and kind of more quiet. You have more confident, more like a little, t- you're right, uh, timid, all that stuff, right? These are different personality traits, right? You got, does that make sense? How it's different from your talents. There's actually now something even deeper than this, and that is your character, Okay, This is your character. So the difference is this talent is something you have. It's a gift you're given. Your personality is also just something you, you have, right? It's just your natural personality. These two here are very natural. You just kind of got them. You, know, you can tell the personality of a baby a lot of times. Like, wow, this baby. I have a niece. She's a go-getter. She just stands up and just starts running. Her baby brother, my nephew, is born. He stands up. If a stranger comes around, he starts crying, right, at the same age. They're the same age, and you can see totally different personalities, okay? Okay? Character, though, this is a choice. Your character is actually a foundation block that you have to consistently choose to build your life upon, It's separate from your personality. It's separate from your talents, okay? So uh, let me give you some examples here. Okay, so you might be naturally, uh, your personality trait is that you're more of an introvert. We, you know, introverts, you raise your hand, okay? Okay, but maybe you have chosen to really say, yes, naturally, my personality is I'm introverted, But I believe in community and in church and in having a social life. So I'm going to choose to create not a personality trait, but a character trait of being in community. Does this make sense? That my character, I'm choosing to bond with the church. I'm choosing to get connected. I am choosing this even though my personality is like, ah, (laughs) right? Like, does that make sense? Personality trait versus character trait. Does that make sense? Or you might have the reverse, okay, where you're more uh, uh, of an extrovert, okay, Uh, and and you have to maybe choose to have solitude time with God, right, because you need time where you choose to go be with him, okay? So this, uh, I I also see this a lot. I am very much a nerd, okay? I wrote this before I decided to wear my flash shirt today, and and then I was practicing it, and I looked down, and I was like, oh yep <laughs> so basically I, I really I love structure I love putting things together and building stuff like I love all that stuff okay I'm total nerd okay um so but with me I had to develop my personality here was just nerd okay I like like fr- like freedom and free running around stresses me out I'm like Oh, there's no fences. Where do I go? Like, you know, like, I'm not safe, right? Like, that's just naturally how I am, okay? Right? I'm the baby. I was the kid where, like, if there was no fence, I'm like, I ain't going outside. Right? Like, like I needed something to tell me, like, you're safe there, okay? So that was just me, okay? So I needed to develop the character trait of choosing freedom, of choosing joy, of choosing, right, all these things, and I had to develop it, where now I love freedom, I love spontaneity, I love all that stuff, it totally goes against my natural personality trait, right, but I developed that character trait, does this make sense, yeah. okay, and it's actually deeper, you, uh, the, the reverse also is where you could be someone where maybe naturally you're totally like a free spirit, free will, free willy kind of person, oh. right, right, Yes, they're already cheering. Notice how the nerds are quiet, okay? The free spirits are already cheering. So basically, but they, just like there's a weakness of the nerd, they also have their strengths and their weaknesses, okay? So they might be spontaneous and going for it, like like fences are just chains holding me down, right? And I just got to run free, right? But they need to build the character trait of of maybe like discipline. I'm going to say it, punctuality. Right, Like all these different things, right? So they need to go the other way. There is a choice that happens to create this, right? And what happens is if you don't, it starts to mess your life up. Your talent and your personality might be able to get you a job, but your character is what holds the job. Your talent and your personality might get you a uh, like a friend or a person or a relationship or even a marriage. There's people get married because of their talents and personality. Your character is the choice that sustains that marriage, sustains that job, sustains that thing. Does this make sense? Like this is built upon this. Your character is not dependent upon your personality and your talents. But your talents and personality will live or die based on your character. Your character will become the limit where this can no longer be effective anymore. Your character is the cap. Does that make sense? It is the thing. If there's a crack in here, a character flaw, all of this starts to fall down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So talents are good. Proverbs 18, 16, it says that a gift gets attention It buys the attention of eminent people. Another version of it says that a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before the great, bring before great men. And that's a good thing. God designed it to make your talents take you places. He designed it to be your talent to take you to a spot where people would look and say, Wow, that's amazing. So this is good thing. I'm not I'm not like getting down on that. He also designed your personality to take you places. He wants your talents, he wants your personality to shine and give him glory. Okay? But I'm gonna show you something here. Can I erase this? Yes. Oh. I can put this down. So, we're going back. Remember my rocket story at the beginning? Remember that? Okay. So, you have here. This is not an artistic thing, right? Okay? This is your rocket. I'm drawing a rocket right now. There we go. That's the fire coming out of the rocket, right? Maybe a cool little stripe or something like that on it. Okay? It's it's Apollo 13. No, that's not the good one. Uh, Let's do a different one. What was the one that... Eleven. Let's do eleven. Okay. Anyway, okay. This here is your talent. Wow. Okay. All right. Here. Now we're gonna do another one. I'm drawing this again. That's my sound effects for those on the Crux cast wondering what's going on. I'm drawing a rocket. Okay. Now here, this is your personality. Okay. That makes sense? Your talents, your personality were always meant to skyrocket you, to take you before greatness. Your gift of music, your gift of art, your gift of science, all these giftings in your personality were meant to set you before people so you could preach the gospel, so you could change this world. These are really good things. Okay? Right? They're good things. Everyone say my talents are good. My talents are good. Awesome. Okay, but there will be a moment... Where these rockets won't be enough. You need, I'm going to, let's see if I can draw this. That's a wing and then another wing and we'll go down like that and we'll put a little astronaut in it, right? And then like a tail, we'll do a little American flag right there, right? There we go. The wing, right? So there, oh, it's got, it's got other rockets, right? Right, right? Right. That's a shuttle, right? <laughs> it looks like a space shuttle, right? Like a spitting image. Right, Jacob? Yeah? Yeah, okay. Okay, this is your character. This is your character. This is what keeps you alive. This is what keeps the atmosphere of outside from getting inside and killing you. This is what saves lives right here. So what happens is your talent, eventually, it will raise you up to a place where it will not be able to save you. Your talent and your personality will rise you up so far, so fast sometimes, but it'll be your character that keeps you alive. Your talent I can say it like this: that your character will sustain you where your talent and your personality cannot save you. Should I say that again? Your character will sustain you; it'll keep you alive where your talent cannot save you. Okay, so you will go, you will go high, you will go far, but your character is what keeps you going. You can only survive as long as your character holds up, but it could not handle the new pressure that it was fighting against. You have character issues, I have character issues, we have these issues that right now it's fine and we can say we probably don't need to worry about it. It's probably not a big deal, right? But when you get raised up, it will be the very thing that breaks you and destroys you and hurts all those around you. You got to work on the character issue. Doesn't matter how small it is. This is huge, guys. This is this is why we see this, guys, with uh, celebrities all the time. We see their talent raise them to stardom, and then we see they get involved in drugs. And some of them overdose and die. We see other ones get involved. And they get DUIs and they're drunk driving and, they're, and they, all this stuff. We see other ones who have multiple marriages and affairs. How could someone who had so much talent crash? Many celebrities have even committed suicide. Because there was a character hole down here that never got dealt with. And it couldn't handle the pressure of the, the new atmosphere. Could not handle the heat of being up in startup. This is why, guys, you gotta work on, yes, work on your talent steward, work on your personality steward, but your character, guys, that is really, that's gonna be what makes or breaks it. So, some examples of that, some of these little holes, I'm just gonna give you some practical ones, is that cool? So, some practical ones. People, like I said, the punctuality thing, eh, it's not a big deal. Probably better not to worry about it, right? Or or, or maybe it's a, uh, you tend to keep, you say something, yeah, sure, I'll be there. And then you just never show up. Or yeah, sure, I can help you. And then you're just trying to be nice and make them feel good in the moment, but you never intended to back it up, right? Or maybe you're like, yeah, I have a little bit of a drinking problem, but it's not that big of a deal, right? Or you're like, oh, so I don't do the best under pressure, you know, or, or maybe I don't do the best around people or, uh, well, you know, I tend to, a lot of times I'll set a boundary and a lot of times the pattern in my life is I compromise the boundary, right? I say this and then this, and I do this over here, right? None of these are sin issues, but all of them are character issues. Do we live our life based on what's a sin issue or not? Or will we mature and take it a step deeper and say it doesn't? It, I'm not even worried about a sin issue. I want a character that can stand the pressures, right? That that yeah, sure. It's not about the sin issue. If you stop and say, "Well, it's not a sin, so I can do it," that is such a like earth down here like reaction. You will never be able to live up here because up here is not about the sin issues. It's about the character pressures that break apart and then they fall into the sin. Right, And so your character is far more important than your talent. There's this guy, he said it like this. He says, reputation is what men and women think of us. Character is what God and angels know about us. I thought that was like, old oh, dang, right? I was like, dang, what do you know about me? <laughs> like, oh, man, God is looking for character. So someone comes up to me and they say they want to speak, okay? Or they want to minister. They want to prophesy. They want the pulpit. They want the stage, right? They want the mic, right? All that stuff, right? They want to lead worship. They want to do it, right? I'm not impressed by talents and personalities, and I'm not impressed by gifting. Because ultimately, it's a gift that was given to you, right? Right? When if a youth, if one of my youth students, if their parents bought them a brand new car, I'm not impressed by the student. I'm impressed by their parents dang, you trusted him with that? Like, You're a good, wow. Right? Like, And I don't go to them and, and say like, well, uh, sure, I celebrate this student and I say, I'm, God, I'm so excited for you. That is such a cool car. You're going to love it. Take good care of it. Steward it well. right? And just like if I see someone who has a natural talent, I say, that is so awesome. Steward it well. Take care of it. I'm going to celebrate you, man. That is great. I love celebrating people's talents. right? But it doesn't make me look at them and say, you're so Awesome. It makes me look at their dad. It makes me look at God and say, Whoa, you gave that to them? You're so good, God. This is your gifting, your talent is God given, but your character is human built. God can't give you character. It's your responsibility. You gotta build it. He can give you the gift, but if you don't build the character, the gift will play take you to a place where the gift ends up killing you. Sometimes God doesn't give you the, the, the breakthrough right away because he's saying, if I did, your character would get destroyed. <laughs> you know, right? I had a friend one time. Uh, he's a good friend, Domini. He says, I'm convinced why the reason I can't get buff is because I get way too prideful and I probably lose my <laughs> salvation. Right? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I would abuse that power. That's why I can't give up, <laughs> right? And like, I don't know if that's how it works. But basically, he said, if I get this talent faster than my character, I won't be able to handle that, right? <laughs> and so, so he was pretty sober about it. Okay, D.L. Moody says this. He says, if I take care of my character, my reputation will take care of itself. When I see, oh, man, when someone comes up to me and wants to speak, I just say, you know, let me... A lot of times, that's a red flag if they're hungry for the mic. And that tells me, oh... And I'm not saying, like, like, hey, I have a desire and a dream to speak one day. Like, Kent, will you let me speak right now? Let me take the mic. You know, kind of thing. You're like, okay, there is a hole in here that you're trying to fill with human approval. Right? And, and that's the person I'm like... Yet, you know, and so and I tell everyone on a worship team this. I love, come up to us, talk to Pastor Matt if you want to join the worship team. I love that. I want to celebrate your talent, use it for God, right? But all of you come up to me. I say, hey, wait a month or two. I want to know you for you and your character. I don't want to just know you as the singer or the guitar player. I don't want to know you just for your talent. I want to know you for your character, and then I'll be able to celebrate your talent. Does that make sense? Whereas if you just try to get in and work on talent, I might never ever get to know your character. And I've had so many people promise me that they're going to run with me for 10 years. And then I saw them, like, near no joke. Someone's like, God told me 10 years with you. I'm like, "Wow, praise God. Two weeks later, I don't know. I, I can't even remember his name. He literally left, went to another country, never saw him again, right? So like, I want to see character. I'm not impressed by just the prophetic words. I want to see the character that can sustain those words. Like, is this making sense, guys? Okay, so the person that impresses me, the person I ask to speak, the person I want to see on stage is the one who is setting up chairs. It's the one who's vacuuming. The one who's saying, how can I help you? The one who's coming and saying, how can I serve? The one who I look and when they don't know I'm looking, they're praying for somebody, ministering to somebody. They're they're, they're pouring into somebody's life. That is like, wow, look at their character. That's the person I'm going to ask to minister on stage because they'll handle the pressure and it won't kill them because they're already doing it now, right? So the worst thing I could do to some people is promote them because it will kill them. (laughs) The best thing I do is say, you're not ready. You know, let's build some character so you don't die, (laughs) you know, right? Okay, character, what is character, okay? Ask me, what is character? What is character? So happy you asked, let me tell you. So character, it is, the original Greek word is this word dokime. Say document. You guys know what it means? It means the word to prove by trial. To prove by trial, and it even says an affliction. That's crazy. It literally says character. What character is, the picture is like if you had a rock and there's a trash all around it and I threw it into a fire, the trash burned off of it and the rock was left standing. The rock would be called have character because it made it through a trial, through affliction, and it's what comes out the other side is character. Character, it is something that has been approved through the trial. It's like someone who went through a trial, they were proven innocent, and you're like, wow, that's character. They went through it. You cannot have character without some form of tension or affliction, according to the original meaning of the word. And that sucks. We're like, can I just microwave it, push two minutes, and then get character? You know? Okay. But affliction isn't like a bad thing, guys. Uh, Affliction, we immediately associate it with evil. It's not. Affliction can be just tension in your life. Affliction can be things that are hard to choose the right thing to do, right? So it'd be like your muscles, you choose to to afflict them, right, when you work out. You choose muscles, they tear. You're like destroying them. You're tearing them, and then they actually repair, rebuild, and they're stronger. They've been trialed through, and now your muscles have character, Up to a certain level. There's some other people, their character, their muscle character is way higher than mine, right? Because they have tried it, ripped it, torn it, afflicted it, right? And then it's like, okay, yeah, you can lift way more than me, right? Because they have the character to do so, okay? You cannot you will not build character by choosing the easy route. If I go to the gym, I'm like, give me the five pounds, yeah and put it down and then I do that every single day you know I might get like a buff wrist you know or something like that but then but then it's like in six months I don't understand why I'm not buff yet and it's like well because you you're like you're setting the bar down here and you're not ever afflicting yourself beyond that so you're never growing character beyond that so your muscles aren't growing right does this make sense I love oh Helen Keller you guys know who she is oh my goodness She's amazing. She was blind and she was deaf. That's crazy. And yet, this is what she said. She even learned sign language and how to speak and speak in front of people. Just ridiculous. It's crazy. She said, character cannot be developed in ease and in quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition, inspired, and success achieved. That's crazy, guys. So you guys cool if I write on this again? You guys doing all right? Yeah. Good for a few more minutes? Yeah. Uh, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish a character thing, and then I'm going to just give you some quick things on how you build character. Does that sound good? How do you build? Yeah. And then we're going to do some small group time. Okay? So Romans 5, okay, starting verse 3, it says, more than that, we rejoice in our suffering. Oh, man, I read that like, what? I know. Right? Right? Rejoice in their suffering. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Can you keep that up there real quick? Okay, so he says suffering. Right? Suffering produces endurance okay which then produces character which then produces hope you see that so can i propose something to you guys if you're struggling with hope it's not because of an issue you're going through it's because you don't have the character Gotcha. Okay, here we go. Your hope, your hope comes, your hope comes, not your circumstance. Your hope does not come based on your personality. Does it doesn't come based on your, your, your talents? It doesn't even come because of your trials. Some people, they have, they'll say, I'm, real, I'm just not hopeful in life right now because I have all this stuff going on, which means their hope is completely determined on the trials. Your hope is produced by your character. Wow. Okay? So, thank you. <laughs> your hope is produced by your character. Okay? It's not a hope issue. It's a character issue. Your character, the reason it's a character issue, is because that means you have never gone through endurance. People who don't have hope have endurance issues a lot of times. In the areas of life where I'm hopeless, chances are usually it's an area where I haven't really endured very long. Okay? Now your endurance is built based on your sufferings. Suffering, it doesn't mean tragedy. Get suffering away from tragedy. Get it away from evil. This could be homework I don't know how to complete. This could be an argument you had with somebody. This could be relationship issues, family issues, scholastic issues of school. This could be a lot of things. Get evil and tragedy out of your mind when you see that. This is just tension, okay? Tense things you've had to endure through. So what happens here is you have a choice. You're coming here. You hit suffering. You hit something. You have a choice in this moment. You have a choice. Character is not based on natural things. It's based upon a choice. You have a choice right here to say, yes, I can endure this. Or you have a choice to be like, nah, that's too much work. I ain't doing that. And when you do that, you're like, yeah, that whole process, I'm not going to do it. And those people tend to be very hopeless. Right? Because that's the ultimate fruit. So they go through, or I have a choice to be like, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna get through this, which builds endurance, which builds my character, which makes me a hopeful person. Why is it hopeful? Because if you were to come to me, and, and Joel was like, yeah, let's go to the gym, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it, okay? And then he goes over, he's like, I want you to lift 250 pounds with your left arm. You got this, bro. I'd be like, I ain't got no hope for that. There's no way. And he's like, you got it. And I'm like, no, I can't. I don't. I don't Hope, right? There's no way I have hope. I have hope maybe for like the 20 pounder over here, right? Not the 200 pounder, right? Why? Because when I start down here, okay, I have like the little 20 pounder, I endured this. So now I have hope for it, okay? I endured it. My muscles ripped, right? I got ripped, <laughs> right? Okay? I built character, and now I have hope to overcome. But if I cap here and I plateau here, that's where my hope ends. But if I said, you know what? I actually, I'm going to let myself suffer and I'm going to raise it five pounds. Tension, suffering, okay? I'm going to raise that thing five pounds, okay? Now, I suffered, but I endured it, okay? I built more character. Now my hope level's at 25 pounds. Eventually, if you keep doing that all the way through, you can hit that 200 pounds, right? You see those guys walking with giant arms and they're like, okay, they got a lot of hope for lifting up heavy things, you know, because they've, why? Because they have suffered through it and they built the endurance and the character and the hope now to overcome. If you find yourself hopeless, it is not because of your trial. It's because of your character, okay? It's because of the choices you're making, okay? Hopeless people are ones who give up. When the tension of life hits, hopeful people are the ones who overcome and they built the character. They suffered, they endured, they built character. Now they can be hopeful. I'm not a hopeful person. People are like, Taylor, you're just so joyful and hopeful all the time. Because I've gone through a lot of crap. (laughs) And I have overcome and I have endured. And now I'm really hopeful about life because I've seen the goodness of God Take me through all the way to when someone says, I have this issue up here. I'm like, oh, you got hope for that, dude. I totally been there, right? Like I have hope for it because I went through it. This is why. So you got to ask yourself, if I am not hopeful, where's the character breakdown? Where's the endurance breakdown? What tension, tension am I dodging? So how do we build character? without going through some extreme, horrible tragedy. I do not believe you have to go through some extreme, horrible tragedy to build character, okay? That's what I'm saying, because then that problem is that that glorifies this, like, this tragedy, and that's not the mindset of God, okay? He doesn't glorify tragedy. So that's why I said, get this out of your mind of evil, okay? This is just tension, okay? So how do you build it without going and subjecting yourself to some horrible tragedy, okay? Because I don't think that's God's will. I think Adam in the garden could have built character Perfectly well, right? And you didn't have to have sin. Sin. This this isn't dependent on sin. This is dependent on a choice that you have. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So, how do you build it? The number one way you build it. I'm going to give you four quick reasons, and then we'll go into our small group. Okay. Sound good? Yes. You how you're okay? Okay. Cool. Building character right now in you to endure sermons. Right? So you'll be more hopeful every time you hear a sermon that you'll get some out of it. Right? That's what I'm doing right now. Okay? So here we go. So number one is be faithful to your word. You don't have to have sufferings and trials to be faithful to your word. Okay? Be faithful to your word. In Psalms 15 verse 4, like the second half of it. Okay? Uh, The second half right there at the bottom. It says, they make firm commitments and follow through even at a great cost. This is describing the people of God. This is describing the beginning of this verse is who can ascend the hill of the Lord. Okay. And he's talking about it now. here. He says, they that make, they make firm commitments and they follow through. Even I agree. There's times when you make a commitment and it costs you to follow through with it. I'm going to help you move on Saturday. As Saturday comes, you're like, oh, are you going to pay me? You're going to pay me with a slice of pizza. Oh, that is not worth a Saturday, you know, right? But you gave your word, and so then you follow through even when it costs you, right? That's with a little thing. If you're faithful with little things, you can be faithful with more things. So when you say, there's times when I've made a promise to a youth student, and then I realize I can't do that. That's really hard. And I've had to really tell other people in my life no so I can keep my word to that student. And it, it, it sucked. It was a bummer, right? But I said, I'm going to keep my word and be faithful. Number one way to build character is be faithful to your word. Am I on time when I tell someone I will be there? Right? <laughs> okay. Can people trust me, not just with their hearts, but with practical things in life? See, so Proverbs 25:19. this is putting confidence in the unreliable person. In times of trouble, it's like chewing with a broken tooth or walking on a lame foot. Have you ever walked on a broken foot? I never have, okay? But I imagine it's really bad. I have, I had to live once with a messed up tooth for like a month. It was horrible. It was just horrible all the time. And I read this and I'm like, that's what an unfaithful person's like. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that, (laughs) right? Okay, so, okay, another one. Okay, number A second way that you can do to build uh, to build character is have integrity in the small things. That's number two. Have integrity in the small things. Luke 16.10, it says, if you're faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. Do you have integrity in little things? Do you pirate movies or music? <laughs> Because if you do, it's technically stealing. And if you're okay stealing with something so small, it's that stealing when the rocket gets higher and talents in your life isn't gonna work anymore. Dude, I prepared. I got super convicted writing my own message that I need to start paying for Netflix. So I've been streaming his Netflix for like five years, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, "Dang, or at least, or at least split it half and half, like you know, two fifty each, or whatever it is, five dollars each, right?" Because <laughs> I just log into his account for everything that he owns that I don't. I know his password, so I just log in and I watch it. And I got convicted watching this, and I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> That's such a little thing that probably won't matter. That's such a little thing that there's probably, right? It probably probably shouldn't worry about it. Who cares? It's not a sin issue, right? It's a character issue. So we should talk about splitting Netflix, <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right. Does some other things, your social media, right? Social media, Are, are, are you, what are you posting on your social media? Is it, does it have integrity, you know? Like if you, if, okay, how many followers do you have? Like 200, 300, 400, 500. Would you be cool walking in this room with 500 people like in your bikini or men with your shirts off and you're flexing? Look how buff I am. Because you're doing that when you put a post and your followers are 500 people. Right? Or, would you do that? No. Right? Maybe you would. If you could, then post it. Cool. You know, like I'll, post fu- uh, I'll put like funny, dorky, whatever things on there because... Because I would I do, do that, that in front of people, and I have. <laughs> I do. I'm doing it right now, right? And, and so, like, I'm cool with that. But putting putting things on your social media that you would never do in front of that many people that are your followers, is that real integrity? Because if the answer is no, then yes, then now there's it's not integrity anymore because it's not lining up. Right? Would you be cool with a guy walking in and taking a photo of you? Because he can screenshot it. Oh, we're going after stuff, right? Would you would you be cool men? Would you be cool flexing in front of like five hundred people and girls can come up and take photos, right? And zoom in on parts and things like that and take photos. And then your reaction is like, well I does it, I mean, if they stumble that's because of them. That does nothing to do with me. And it's like, "Whoa, no you would not be okay with that. Then why are you doing it online?" Right? If you're fa- if you're not being faithful with the little thing like Instagram, the big thing like your marriage, you know? Like like when it rises up, but you probably won't worry about it. It's probably not that big of a deal. It's just an Instagram post. Oh man, I'm like I'm going after stuff. Anyway, we'll move on to the next one, okay? Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 the muscles are ripping right now. They're tearing right now. And if you overcome them, you'll be stronger and you'll be more hopeful in your life, okay? Right? Does your conviction only stop if it's a sin issue? Or has it matured to stop when there's a character issue? Because like I said, they're not... Just because it's a sin doesn't mean I... You know, if people are like, well, it's not as thin for me to post an Instagram thing. It's like, well, no, it's not. But is it integrity? Is it character? Anyway, number three. Okay. Number three is this. Serve when you don't have to. Why? Why would I serve when I don't have to? Because that's what Jesus did. Okay. okay. Jesus in John 13, it says, Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything. And that he had come from God and would return to God. So when he realized he had authority, he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped the towel around his waist, poured water into a basin, and he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus realized he had authority, he served. When he realized he was above all, he made himself the lowest of all. So I I shouldn't just come in and serve when I get scheduled to serve. Yes, be faithful to your word. I get it. Totally okay. Totally fine. But if I come in, I'm like, not my job. <laughs> you know? And I don't have an attitude of wanting to ever serve. How am I going to serve my children one day? You know? The little going big. Faithful and little, faithful and big. Whole down here can't handle the pressure up here. The fourth one, I'm sorry, I went a little long. I kind of got on a tangent. My notes didn't have that social media thing in here. I just, that was a holy moment. <laughs> okay, here we go. Number four, choose to endure hard things. When suffering hits my life, uh, maybe it's suffering from real pain, like it's a, a relationship or family or mom or dad, or, or maybe it's you know like a tragedy, like you lost a loved one. Um, and those are very real. Those are really real tragedies. And I'm so sorry those happened to you. Um, But maybe there's other ones that it is your homework or or drama or maybe it's things like that. It's just things you just don't want to do even, you know. Um, When when those hardships hit you, you build character by choosing to do the hard thing that you know it's right rather than avoiding it. When you choose to do the right thing. Choose to not complain, right? Choose to do the hard work. This is really that fire that welds those plates of the shuttle of your character together. You know, it's, if you're doing the right thing with the wrong attitude, like, is it really the right thing anymore? You know, like choosing to have a good attitude in the midst of it, choose, like make that choice and have a great attitude doing it. This is how you build character. I'm giving you ways to build character outside of tragedy. Like these are practical ways you could build character daily. Okay. Albert Einstein, he said, weakness of attitude will become weakness of character. So, to end on this, and sorry, we well, have about 20 minutes then of uh, 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 our small group time. To end on this, uh, uh, Billy Graham, he made it to the end. Um, he recently passed away, and he, he said this quote He said, When wealth is lost, nothing is lost. When health is lost, something is lost. But when character is lost, all is lost. What's oh, up there? When, when wealth is lost, nothing is lost and health is lost, something is lost, and when character is lost, all is, that's supposed to say lost. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's the opposite of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no. no, it says lost, all is lost. So we're going to go some time. We have some questions for you. Um, and when nine hits, feel free to get up and leave if you need to. No worries, okay? But for 15, 20 minutes, we're going to go through some of these questions together. Um, and uh, basically pray together things like that, that. God would make us people of character, not people who live based on our talents or our personality, but on the character that supports them, okay? And that, that God would raise up a people we don't live based on how we just feel in the moment. And we don't depend upon our talents to get us through. Uh, hard situations we actually depend upon our character to get us through because remember what i said that your your talent like it'll take you to a place where it can't sustain you it'll take you to that place and your character will be what saves you in that moment you know so let's build the character and the talent will come all right so, Lord, I ask that when we go to small groups, you build character within our hearts and in our lives, God. I ask that you would rip those muscles, like character is a muscle. We ask that you'd rip it tonight so it could repair and build and be stronger, God. Um, expose things to us in small group time. Bond us closer together and bond us closer to you. We love you, Lord, and give you this time. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit SummitSanMarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.